Our next presentation today comes from F.L. Schmidt and is entitled The Keys to Unlocking ROI on Digital Investments in Cement. In this presentation, Sriram Sashradi, VP and Head of Smart Products at F.L. Schmidt, explains how despite some progress, cement has fallen behind other sectors when it comes to harnessing the benefits of digitalization. He will reveal how cement producers can exploit the full potential of big data and machine learning and benefit from optimised performance, improved product quality, reduced energy consumption and less disruption. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are from. Um, and I also thank you for Well Cement for, for organising this and providing me an opportunity to talk about one of my favourite topics, which is uh, the key to unlocking ROI on digital investment in cement industry. Being an Indian and an ardent fan of cricket, the sport cricket, I would like to start with uh, with a quote from from the cricket uh, one of the cricket player. And before I say say that, and just for some of you probably haven't been following cricket so much, just to give you a little bit of uh, what is cricket is about, it's a game where you have a batsman who needs to hit the ball uh, in the field. Uh, between between the fielders and 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 they need to score runs by running around the wickets. So whoever scores the most would be the winner. And this is a, and some of you could recognize the player on the right side. He's Ricky Ponting, the captain of Australian team during the golden era between 2004 and 2011. And and one of the statement what he has what he has mentioned was very very relevant also for our discussion today. And what he mentioned was every batsman when he walks into the field uh, uh, and before taking a strike usually get the fielder's position imprinted on his mind. But in my mind, I, I don't see the fielders, I only see the gaps. And it's a very, very important statement and very relevant also for, for our discussion with digital. So when you start looking at values and, and, and then you start looking at what are the gaps do we have in our operations today? What are the gaps do we have in the cement uh, industry? Uh, or very specific to you, what do you, what are the gaps do you have in your operations of a day-to-day cement plan? And before we jump into the gaps in itself, uh, the, one of the way to get to the gaps is also look at the challenges and what are the key challenges we have in the cement production today? I'll list down some of those what we see from our side. Uh, one is the the whole availability of the machine, the the availability and reliability of the machines, the failures of the machines, uh, and how do we reduce those? That's one one challenge what we see. The whole cost of energy is ever increasing cost of energy. How do we reduce it? How do we make this uh, this energy efficiency in the plant operation? Then with all the uh, additives and addition uh, and mixture of the cement, the quality of cement is getting even more important. How do we make sure that we're able to, to get the quality of cement in every part of the operation so that we know and we can predict the, the, the right quality of cement being produced? The fourth one is again most important part, which is which is a big part of a lot of the discussion with respect to the CO2 uh, footprint reduction and the sustainability of cement plant cement production in itself. So that's another key challenge which you have been facing with, and also the 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 people and and the 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 retaining the capable people across, making sure we have the right people to operate the plant in a most efficient way. And finally, we have seen this in the COVID time. How do we operate the plant in the from remote locations as we need it when we need them as well? So making sure the experts, whoever they are, able to operate the plant in the most effective way. So these are some of the key challenges which which we see the the cement production is up to. 
and and how do we address those and and digital is going to be a, a critical player in addressing some of these challenges and let's come to the 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 topic uh, unlocking roa on digital in cement uh, and again this topic is being discussed a lot and, and and i know is it an hype is it a talk and we will go through some of those points and see what does that mean and what does it mean for us uh, uh, to 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 really unlock the the value from the from the from the digital uh, in cement plan before i get started let me give a short introduction about FL Smith. FL Smith is a leading service and equipment supplier to global cement and mining industry. We are, we are not only providing projects and products, we also provide a complete lifecycle solutions to our customers. We are a Danish company. Uh, we have uh, more than 12,000 employees globally across, uh, across the world. And we also have our installed uh, solutions uh, and, and products and equipments sitting almost all part of the world. And we are present physically in, in more than 60 countries today and working and supporting our customers in, on a daily basis. So to jump into the topic again, the unlocking ROI on digital cement. Today, I want to focus on three core topics, three core focus areas, and which could in turn, which I believe is, is something which would help us to get the ROI on digital and cement. The first one is about driving value from digital solutions. Let me start with an equipment. So the, the digital part starts with an equipment, basically making the product or equipment intelligent with adding intelligent sensors to it, making sure the equipment operates in the most safe and secure way, uh, and, and, and make sure that it, it's, it's enabled with the capability to be intelligent enough to, to, to operate on its own. The second one is once we have the equipment, then you also work on a system level. So making sure the whole system, to, in this case, grinding system, the grinding system is operating in the most efficient way. You build digital solutions which are which are supporting those those systems to be operated, and then you look at the whole plan, and and then solutions like uh, quality system and whatnot across the whole plan system. But to really scale the digital capability we need to be able to connect all these together and build a, a complete ecosystem which supports the, the, the larger value creation for the cement plant. And this is exactly what we are focusing with the connected uh, IoT platform, where we are able to connect the equipment or systems or a full plant to a common IoT platform. And what does that mean? And when you get them connected to an IoT platform, immediately, everyone gets an insight, meaning like you can look at your mobile or your tablet and, and you know exactly what's happening to the plan. Uh, it could be the plant manager, it could be the, 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 the maintenance personnel who could look at the, the data wherever they are uh, and at a right time to get the right information for them to make the right decisions as well. That's the first uh, 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 quick value which, which, which you get for out, of, out of the connected environment. The second thing what it also provides is, is ability to connect across the experts of, 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 of across the globe, wherever they are. In this case, we and FL Smith, we could get them connected uh, to our experts wherever they are and be able to provide you with the value, be it uh, ability to troubleshoot you when you get into the problem or are able to work together with you on a, on a critical um, uh, remote uh, operations like by startup of a kiln, for example, where we can get connected and provide you with the remote assistance to be able to do that, be it working on the availability or reliability of the missions with solutions like condition monitoring or predictive maintenance solutions. I could be 
to get the a performance or optimization of the of the of the assets whether it's uh, whether it's um, reduction of energy saving or is it is it more uh, about uh, increasing the production and what not so various digital solutions what we could support with together with expertise across uh, across the fl smith as well then also focus on the managed productivity services, be it to get the, the, the benchmarking as a service, for example, able to give you a, an insight about how is your crusher performing with respect to the to the to the larger crushers across the world and how do you and what can we do to improve upon those. So the various digital enabled uh, uh, services and support which you can provide for you to be able to either increase your performance or, or reduce the cost of operation as well. So basically what I'm trying to get here is the smart connected assets enable you to optimize asset throughout the life cycle. And that's 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 important. And I'll give you a little bit more a deep dive into some of those examples. What exactly a solution some of those we have today and 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 what we could already already support with you in in a day-to-day operation. And this is the classical example of a site connect mobile app. So when you get connected, you get a complete insight of your assets or or your systems or your plant, and and then get to the level like say for example, what's happening to the to the mill, what's happening to the mill pump or gears drives, and and you know exactly how they are operating. And it could also be some critical KPIs which you can configure, like be it OEE or, or availability or performance factors. So you can configure those KPIs for those missions or the systems so to, for which you want to monitor and make sure that you get those uh, um, right decisions to make sure that they, they kept to the right thresholds across. You could also put some uh, what do you call alerts and notification when you get notification on what exactly is happening when you need to get notified uh, when certain thresholds are hitting or certain events are occurring. So you make sure that the right people are working on those to to make sure that they're getting into the right solutions across. So this is a classical example of when you connect connected, you get some insights immediately to the right people across the plan. But that's one part of it. So this is basically a data. But but in many cases, if you look at it. If you wait for an alerts or notifications, it's good, but you get to know what's happening so you can quickly act on it. But to really able to plan and predict the, 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 the action, you really need to get the information well in advance. This is where we are working with the, with, the, with the asset health solutions, where we work on predictive maintenance, where we look not just for the events, but look at the data over a period and look at the changes and deviations and 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 predict the possible failure well in advance before the the relevant event even occurs. And and I'll give some examples on where we are working. But then this is an example with, with the kiln monitoring which we have in one of the plant in Asia, where we are monitoring those plant continuously. And then you look at this that we immediately when one of the time when we looked at there's an anomaly. Like if you look at this, the frequency of this every rotation of a kiln, there is a blip in the in the acceleration. And 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 we looked at it and then further investigated with the with the frequency spectrum. We could also see that happening across there, and there's a spike in the in the in the in the frequency during every rotation of the kiln. And when we further investigated together with the experts of the kiln, I could clearly figure out that uh, one of the teeth, when it meshes with the pinion, there is a there's a there's a bump in the in 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 the operation. So we further discussed with the uh, plant operations uh, maintenance team. And we figured out a couple of things where uh, there's definitely an issue with the the gearbox, um, the 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 pinion bearing housing. So we work together to make sure that there's a planned maintenance for it uh, as soon, and then fix those issues on the next maintenance window. 
And another example with the with the Kiln Trust here, uh, where we have been monitoring, and you could see that when we start calculating the the the, the cycle time for those uh, those hydraulic thrusts, there's a sudden uh, spike in the in the number of cycles of those hydraulic thrusts. And when we again investigated together with the experts, you could clearly see there is a potential hydraulic uh, leak uh, in the in the system. And again, we contacted the customer here. In this case, this is in Egypt, where we worked together with them, and then we figured out there's a problem with the with the pump, and then it was replaced to get this fixed. So again, another example where we are able to monitor with the, with the system, see the early trends of the potential problem and be able to fix uh, the solution together with the customer to resolve this. And, and a little bit looking at the, the way we look at this data modeling, right? And, 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 and there are multiple ways to look at it. Historically, we always use the physics model, the engineering design principles to, to, to predict the potential failure and then, and then work on the maintenance schedule with that. Then there's also another extreme where we focus using data as a means. So you look at the data and look at the clear deviation with the data and then and then possibly predict a failure using your artificial intelligence or machine learning logic with that. But we in FL Smith believe the power is our ability to combine these both together. Use our design knowledge and then use the data and combine these together to make sure that we, we, we are able to predict the failure in a much more efficient way. And I'll give you a couple of examples uh, uh, maybe an example here uh, on how how we use these principles to 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 towards uh, our customer um, value creation. And this is an example with the pump, and you could see that the pump uh, the performance is plotted in a graph, and and and, and eighty point one uh, 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 is at at the at the value where you see the best of the performance of the pump is happening. And we plotted the pump uh, performance over a year uh, for for per period. And to see how is the pump really performing um, in a real time against this best performing uh, uh, curve, and 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 we also looked at and said what are the operational parameters which are affecting the pump performance, right? And why is that? Uh, is that the one reason why this is not going into the into the, the best case performance? Again, that could be one. But given that the same operation condition, there's also the condition of the pump in itself is causing some of those performance degradation. Then you use those data to back calculate the, the wear in the pump in itself. And, and, and what, how does the wear impacting the performance of the pump? Then you start using those data to predict those wear profiles. And, and now we know what is the right time to really go and replace the pump so that you get the best of the performance uh, from, an, from an efficiency perspective at the same time also looking at the cost of replacing it as well. So, so this is where it's a, it's, a, it's a classical example. It's not just using data to predict something. To you, you are able to use the design principles along with the data to be able to predict and provide the right recommendations to you as a customer. I'll just pick another example, which is now more on the optimization with, with uh, where we have, and you probably know our process expert solution, which is which is a, a flagship uh, solution, which provides significant value to the customer with the with the optimization at a plant level. But given that there are uh, there's so much use of alternate fuel, one of the challenge we have been facing with that is to to predict the calorific value of these alternate fuel. And then typically we, we set those value and said, okay, we know these are the, uh, uh, this is the standard uh, calorific value and using that to, to do the optimization. With the alternate fuel, this becomes a challenge because there's a continuous change in the, in the, in the, in the calorific value for this itself. So 
if you, if you use the standard value and you're not really optimizing it at the best level. And this is where we started looking at the data and continuously use those available data from the alternate field and use those machine learning model to, to predict a dynamic calorific value to optimize the operation of the machine. And this is an example which we are piloting in a, in a plant in an Europe uh, where we use the mass uh, value uh, and use those informations uh, from the fuel in itself to predict the calorific value dynamically and use this dynamic value in our process expert to optimize the plan. And you could see how, how, how clearly there is a deviation from the, from the static value towards the dynamic value. And this is, and then we have also seen a very good results from the, from the pilot implementation already. You could see that uh, this has resulted in, in, in a significant reduction in the standard deviation of the calcium temperature. And, and, and it also in, uh, supports improving the fuel substitution rate from 56 to 59%. So again, another example where you use the data to, to improve the, the results from already existing solutions as well. So the, the first point what I want to stress here is the connected assets are key to accelerate the value through digital. Jumping into the second one, data. And everyone has a data, right? Everyone is uh, having a lot of data across the plan, but we have to recognize that data in itself is not a value. Only when you convert the data into insights, and that's where the value is created. It's important that we need to work together to make sure that the data is converted into value, thereby improving the, the operational effectiveness of the plant. And we from FL Smith have been working across on this, and we know that as I said, without data, there's no value, right? So we need to make sure there's the data and we also create a value out of it. And data acts a very significant factor to, to create those value. And we also be very aware that security is very, very important. So we're also working with this, the, the guideline building solutions, which are, which are secured and safe to make sure that the, the plant operation is not compromised at any point of time. We also recognize the integrated plant environment is important for, 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 for the whole customer. So the platform is able to work together in a more integrated way across, across the customers. And that's why we focus on building an open architecture with our, with our IoT platform where we are able to connect with different data sources across the plant, be it the sensors at a PLC level, at a SCADA level, Istarian or quality, uh, all the data sources in the plant and also being able to provide various uh, uh, services across and also integrate it to, the, to our partners and also you as a customer where these, it's not only at a data level, but also at application and the platform level. So this is definitely what, what we have been focusing in as well. So why is data more important? <laughs> and why do we need to work together here? And, and, and you could see the graph here, which shows the, the, the binomial distribution of the pump speed. Uh, and and it's it's based on number of missions uh, and then how the accuracy improves with that as well. You could see that the more missions you have, the more accurate we are able to get closer to the, the distribution curve. And this is very, very important. Uh, and, and this is exactly where OEM like FL Smith plays a very critical role where we are able to work together with, with many of you and be able to come out with, with a solution which is much more predictable. Uh, instead of everyone working on individually with, with eight missions and 10 missions as such. So, and this is very, very important for us to work together. And then you could also see another dimension of it where you have the relative uh, standard error with the, with the number of missions and you could clearly see you require a critical number of missions before we can significantly reduce the, the distribution error. 
again, another dimension uh, to look at it. And then the second point, what I want to stress here is collaboration and integration are key to driving additional value. It's important for us to work together with you and then be able to create this value as well. And the third point which I want to stress is driving sustainability success. And you could see in the graph here on the left side where uh, where you see the population growth and and, and, and where we are today and, and what is expected uh, uh, to grow from now till to 2100. 2100. And you could see this and, and also on the right side, you see the cement uh, uh, production and also the CO2 emission. It's very, very clear we cannot continue what we are doing. And it's also important to see that it's not enough that we build a new plants with the, with, with, the, with the green cement. We also need to work a lot with an existing plant to reduce the carbon footprint if we really need to live up to the, to the, to the carbon emission standards which has been set across uh, various, various, fact, various um, forums. And the key to it is the cement plant of the future needs to integrate the latest digital and sustainability technologies and practices. It's extremely important for us to get there to achieve the targets what has been said. I will just take one example from uh, from one of the optimization solution which we implemented in a plant in India here, uh, where we have the ILC kiln and a cooler with the waste heat recovery. And, and there are multiple challenges why, uh, for the reason why we looked at it. And then there's a high fuel variation and there is a, uh, uh, there's a key process reflection with the instruments and also priority, uh, changing priority between clinker and quality and, and waste heat recovery generation. So we, we did implement our, our process expert optimization solution in the plant. And you could see the results on the on the bottom part of the left side. And, and it's, it's a very, very conservative uh, 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 value which we are putting here. And even though we know that we have significantly high value what has been created across with this solution, many of the examples what we have seen earlier as well. But just to pick that example, and you could see that this one plant with one application alone has created a, a, a difference in the CO2 footprint of 404 tons of CO2. And if I give a, a kind of a perspective of it, what does that mean uh, from, from, uh, from our day-to-day -day usage? It, this is actually equivalent to 896,000 miles of an average passenger car drive. It's also equivalent to, I don't know, I need to get this number, 46 million, 46, 47 million smartphones getting charged. It could also equivalent to uh, 850 barrels of oil consumed. That's the impact, sustainability impact created by just one application in one plant. And, and, and I have several of that example where we can show how digital enables the sustainability uh, uh, initiative across the cement plant. So the third point, what I want to stress here is digital will and is the key in driving sustainability success across cement industry. So with this, uh, in this presentation, I want to, I want to talk, uh, I would basically want to three takeaways for each one of you uh, on, on unlocking ROA with digital in cement industry. First one is, Connected assets are key to accelerate optimization with a focus on values. Collaboration and integration are key to scale faster and, scale, uh, and accelerate as well. And the power up on the connectivity and data are important. And the third one is digital is key in driving sustainability success. It provides the underlying technology and backbone for the, for the cement plants. With that, I will, I will happy to take any questions.
let's begin. Uh, first steps then. Uh, what is the first step for uh, someone maybe in the audience who wants to accelerate this process of unlocking the ROI from digitalization? Yeah, as I mentioned, I would say a first step towards uh, towards getting into the digitalization is also about not about the technology in itself, more about identifying the problem. What what problem do you really wanted to solve, right? And make sure that then you know that then you work with the right partners, not about bringing tools, but partners who can help you to resolve the problem together with you and then making sure that either it could be a problem, it could be a value creation, so that, that happens. So that's the second part to it. And the third part I would say is also, remember, digitalization is a continuous process, right? It's not just you get that done and stand, right? It's not going to happen like that. It's a continuous process. So we keep learning and keep doing it again. So sometimes it's also doing it faster, get started, right? Get started, do it. Maybe sometimes it might not work and you take the learnings and get to the next step. Unlike a larger missionary uh, exercise where the failure could be very, very much different, right? In, in digital, it's also incremental. That's a good thing about digitalization. So you can start doing in in incremental way together. And that's something you need to keep in mind. So it's important to start, fail, learn, move on. Okay, excellent, thank you. <laughs> so uh, we've, we've had a question here um, that ties into quite a, a key topic from uh, pa uh, Pavitra uh, has asked, uh, what are some of the apprehensions that cement companies tend to exhibit when going digital? When adopting digitalization, you know, are there enough incentives for them to take part in this journey? Yeah, I think I think it's probably um, it's it's. I think this is something we as NFL Smith are also exploring a lot. How do we make? How do we work together? Because there are plenty of solutions, opportunities which we can work together with the customers and do it. But I think I think fundamentally, there's all about. Uh, I would say uh, is a little bit of partnership, we are able to work together and, and sharing data. And many times that's being a concern and, and how do we do that? What has it happened? But even though we do share a lot of the data, we have we have all the financial numbers from all the plants sitting in the in the cloud today, right? So we do have uh, information, but there's also apprehension about what is the data? What is the security? How do we manage it? And that's something, uh, it's, 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 it's a larger, uh, what do you call, uh, uh, roadblocks uh, to some of these. But again, I would say, yes, that's something there, but we need to work with, with the framework on how do we mitigate those, right? How do we mitigate the, the, the finding the right partner who we can trust and work together, share, and, and, and make sure that's one part of it. Also, the security perspective, put the right frameworks to make sure that we are, we are doing this in a most secure way and making sure it happens. So I would say it's more mindset, and I think that's something definitely changing. COVID has made a big change, I would say. The digitalization acceleration happened significantly post-COVID, before COVID. A lot of those, what we believed would, would take years to happen with the transformation happened pretty fast with COVID, right? So so I think it's all about mindset because if it happened during COVID, such a fast accelerated pace, it's just about us, right? To put that together and make it happen. Okay. Um, and on a similar note, so you've mentioned uh, security and the sharing of data being important. And obviously, there's a need for larger data samples beyond what one plant or even one producer can provide. Um, so, uh, and then, then that, that's necessary to make artificial learning, uh, artificial intelligence, and machine learning work. Uh, can you elaborate uh, to ease some of those concerns around security? What FL Schmidt does to secure the data uh, that a customer might share with you? Yeah, but as I also mentioned in the presentation, data is important, as you said, uh, and then there are, we talked about three Vs, right? So velocity, variety, and, and also volume. So all three are important uh, to, and, and also right data, it's not that data, it's the right data in the right structure to the right people. That's also very important. 
we are uh, working with, uh, with 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 multiple customers like you, and then also we have today like 120 plants connected. We have like 8,500 assets from various cement plants connected on a daily basis. We get something like 150 million data sets hitting our platform, right? So we are working on it. It took it's a, it's a it's a journey. We have been there. We are working on it. So that's that's happening. So for for us. As you said, data is important. Paramount, the security is extremely important. We take that very, very seriously uh, when we work on this solution. So again, security comes in multiple phases, right? It works in uh, in the process, in the development, in the solution, in the in the in the architecture. So it kind of goes across all the places. So we follow the industry standards like IEC 62443 and then all those standards which are there to make sure that we follow those and make sure that. The solution what we build is, is secure and starting with the network in itself making sure the network is tightened to make sure we open the right ports to us uh, with, the, with the with the connectivity only we, we we allow the certain data sharing needs to happen so that's that's something we start with and also uh, use the uh, mqtt protocol with an end-to-end -end, uh, uh, what do you call um, connectivity to make sure that uh, it's secured and it, the data is flowing only to these Identified authorized uh, uh, cloud from uh, from Apple Smith to the field agent in the in the plant, uh, and also um, also I would say we use the 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 encrypted data between between the field agent and and to the and to the to the cloud platform as well. So again again I say I'm using field agent as multiple words. We also also use hardware field agent and software field agent in the plant to make sure that when it requires even more uh, uh, harder production, then we also can put an hardware field agent to it. So. So there are multiple mechanism uh, we we put on the connectivity in itself. That's one. We also do industrial uh, what you call the the security testing with the security consultants to once in a while to also penetration test to see that something new as as in the industry which is which could potentially be a threat for us. So you also need to learn this continuously. Have those penetration tests done and see the learnings from there. Make sure that you fix your processes solutions with that and then make sure you are even more tighter. You're more taking care of the security continuously. So again, uh, it goes across. So as I said, it goes, and I also use Microsoft Azure platform, which is which is again coming with the Microsoft uh, security and solutions as well. So that's on the on the solutioning data part. Then then the data in itself, uh, we we also the way we architect the solution, the way we handle the data in itself. Also, we make sure that the data for each of the customer is available. Um, uh, between the FL Smith and the customer, and at any point we do not share the data which identifies the customer to any other solution, right? So it's also production on that perspective to make sure that the data are secured as well. So, so as I said, there are multiple elements, and we take that seriously in every element in the process, in the development, in the architecture, uh, in the way we handle that as well. Okay, thank you. Uh, excellent answer. Um, so uh, we've had a couple more questions coming from our audience here, and um, we've talked about. Um, uh, companies' apprehensions, that side of things. Um, we've had a question here from, uh, apologies for the pronunciation, Guillaume, Gilham, <laughs> who's asked, uh, what are the main infrastructure barriers to advancing digitalization in the cement industry? Uh, are there any particular infrastructure-related challenges that might hinder a plant, perhaps remote locations, something like that? Is that an issue that is a problem for a lot of plants? Historically used to be, but I think now if you have the, when we also build this solution, we also take that in consideration. For example, you can use the enterprise Wi-Fi in the place that you don't get those internet connectivity. We do have a field agent embedded with the SIM, so it can even transfer those information as well. So, so yes, sometimes in, in real scenario, you have certain remote locations where you don't have an, a proper internet connectivity, but that doesn't stop 
many of the value creation right you you still have you can you can probably uh, you can still do lock the data in the field agent and transfer them whenever there is a data available so so there are a lot of mechanism put in place but i would say the the, the larger infrastructure uh, hurdle if i need to say the larger ecosystem not just uh, the whole industry as such it's also the data and the ecosystem are distributed everywhere even in a plant you have data but data are distributed in different place it's not accessible for everybody and that's the biggest challenge so is not the lack of data is the is the access to the data to everybody is the biggest challenge and that's why we need to, we shouldn't it's not about building applications it's building an ecosystem which supports everybody right and right. that's exactly where you probably have seen that in the presentation where we are working across to to build that basically to to support across so so you can get the data across anywhere anytime uh, to any people as well so even if you have a, a infrastructure issue you you manage it in a way that you can batch it and transform it and what not right? right okay excellent thank you um another question here from uh, fabiana this is more uh, uh sort of on the development side of things uh is the monitoring system or was that developed purely by uh, fl schmidt or was that within partnership with other companies i'm sorry i didn't hear you what system is the it's uh, is the monitoring system developed by fl schmidt or was it developed in partnership with other companies for sure we also partnering with 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 a few other partners as well from a sensorization perspective we also have a partnership with microsoft we have we have been partnering with uh, with uh, with few more um, what do you call um, the the vibration or or, or 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 companies which are specialized on that we are working with certain ai partners as well who build the ai model for us to to build on top of it so and and that goes together as i said it, it's a combination but but it's not about the model it's not about the tool i think what what we what we realize out of all this is it's 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 bringing together the value where it's not about the software how you can combine the knowledge of the missionaries knowledge of the process and knowledge of the tools together and that's when the value is created and then we need to make sure that that happens together okay thanks thank you um now uh, your last example uh, on process expert was very interesting. Can you elaborate a little bit more on the equipment and resources that you would need to achieve the kind of numbers you were talking about in that example? Yeah, I'm sure process expert, one of the flagship solution which Apple Smith has been building and, and deployed uh, over many of us in plants so for years, right? So, mm -hmm. so this is definitely uh, 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 one of the a big uh, optimization solution when I say the value creation as well. In many times, the ROI for this solution we are talking in weeks, not even in months, right? So, so yeah. it's it's it, it's quite impressive what 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 this solution can do. Uh, and in typically, uh, again, what when you say what does it take to implement it, and why and how do we approach it? If that's the question, again, what we have realized is each each plan has different priorities, right? Some would really wanted to look at the stability of the of the of the operation is more important. Some would look for energy reduction. Some would look for production increase. Some would look for quality uh, monitoring of the cement. So there are different dimensions, and it and 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 all are priority in many cases, but at a different uh, uh, all are important, but different priorities, right? So mm -hmm. depending upon which plan, what's the condition. So we 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 understand that first as part of the exercise to understand, discuss with them, then set the whole solutions to support it. And and it could basically in the pyro, it could be for the mills in in the raw grinding or in cement grinding, or it could also be in the coal grinding. So it could it could be any of the applications in in in, in the cement uh, flow sheet as a whole. It typically takes uh, anywhere between eight to twelve weeks to get this solution implemented fully, right? 
But again, as I said, it's not just in what we have learned over the years in the process expert optimization is not about implementing it. It's all about how we are able to continuously fine tune and keep it alive. And that's the very, very important part. Uh, many digital solutions, not only process expert, but even more important when it comes to process expert, you, you set it up, you configure, you, you optimize it. Mm -hmm. But the plant condition and processes changes over a period. It's important we are able to continuously look at it and fine tune this over a period and make sure that the, the optimization uh, logics and, and, and whatever said is continuously valid. And this is exactly what we also working with some of those adaptive controllers and AI tools on top of it to make sure this happens. But nevertheless, this is a partnership, right? This is a partnership where we need to work together with the customer after the implementation to see to that this value is, is achieved throughout the life cycle of the plant. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. And uh, Sriram, I'm afraid uh, because of those excellent answers, we've uh, begun to run out of time. Uh, so I think that's a good time for us to uh, draw things to a close for this Q&A session. So thank you so much for joining me, Sriram. Uh, and thank of course, you very much. Uh, a big thank you as well to everyone in our audience for those excellent questions. As I mentioned at the beginning, uh, if we didn't get around to covering yours, they will all be passed on to the guys at FL Schmidt and they'll be able to give you answers in due course. Uh, now, I know we're early on in the presentation agenda, but if you do happen to miss anything from today's agenda, please don't worry as our entire event platform will stay live for another two weeks, allowing you to watch presentations on demand. Um, we've got more presentations and Q&As coming up uh, over the course today, so I will see you there shortly. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Bye -bye.